0: Good evening. And thank you for joining us again tonight. Um, I'm Sherry Harris, uh, your host for this evening, along with my co-host Joshua Mills, and we'll be joining us pretty soon would be joining us Martinez Sellers um, of California, we're going to be speaking on faith and therapy tonight. And you guys are in for a treat. So don't go anywhere. And please join us every Wednesday at 7pm Eastern Standard Time. And while wait, go over to YouTube and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you so much, and we'll be right back.
1: This will for your life
2: with Cherie Harris. This is your weekly Wednesday 7 p.m. podcast for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future, Jeremiah 29, 11, informative, hot topics, testimony, interviews, along with your weekly guest and
3: more, and now here's your host, Cherie
0: for joining us i have with me as my co-host joshua d mills and our special guest Martinez sellers the mental health hygienist how are you guys doing this evening
2: good evening how are you
0: i'm well i'm well
2: Listen, I love that theme music. Here's will
0: all your life. I was doing this in the background. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) That song was written for me um, by Gregory Green um, in Connecticut. He wrote that song for me and produced it. Yes.
2: Love that.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. So, guys, we're talking about faith and therapy today, and it kicks off mental, um, what is this, mental health awareness. Awareness. Yes, it is. this comes right on time.
2: It does. It does.
0: As we talk about um, faith and therapy as it relates to mental health, right? Yes. So, um, Marty, we're going to give you, can I call you Marty while we
2: Of course. Always.
0: So we're going to give you an opportunity to tell the viewers who you are.
2: Yes, well, hello there, and thank you again for this amazing opportunity to join you again. Uh, My name is Martina Sellers. I go by the mental health hygienist. And the reason I say hygienist is because just like we are are very careful about our daily hygiene regimen, I'm a proponent that we also have to be um, very vigilant about our mental health regimen as well, and that we need to make sure that we stay alert mentally Every day um, in that. So I'm a therapist here in this beautiful state of California, yes. uh, in Southern California. And um, I have a practice called Marcel Consulting and Mental Health Services. And we I have a uh, good Lord. God has blessed me with 25 therapists, um, another seven parenting coach. And we also have a foster family agency where nice. we help those unaccompanied minors that are at the border that we help place them into loving homes as well.
0: Awesome! Wow! Awesome. wow. That yes! Is awesome! So God is good. God is so good. Yes, He is. Yes, He is. <laughs> so, Mr. Joshua, we'll give you an opportunity. Um, first, I'm <laughs> going to state this: Joshua is Listen, don't one do of the that <laughs> for his will for your life. Um, so, excuse him beforehand if he cuts up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Listen, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm excited about being on here with you right now I'm yes. watching, because this is this is one of my pet peeves you know um in you know in my in my time of just in being the lord and worshiping and teaching and preaching um i've found that i've been so enamored with the study of the mind it's mm-hmm. so amazing and what i find out there's a lot of times when people talk about um just spirituality mm-hmm. a lot of times we look at it as it's either science or god and it's mm-hmm. like, no, no, it's, it's actually both science. And I say this all the time. Science is not, it's not against God. But what right. science does is it brings credence to his creation. And it helps us understand yes. greater what he has made. Um, and, I, and I think, one of the, furthermore, one of the biggest things I, I see happening right now in the body of Christ is, is there's not enough people who know really not just who they are, but what they are. Mm-hmm. And that only comes with us understanding and studying of the mind and, and having people like you who are specialists to come in. And help us see it from a different perspective and a different vantage point so i'm mm-hmm. so excited about this conversation about the hell so, <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. so am I. Okay. yeah so as we stated this is mental um health awareness month mm-hmm. so i wanted to ask you because usually most people experience something in their lives that make them mm-hmm. get into the profession that they're in. So when mm-hmm. I articulated into um, mental, I mean mental health, human services, mm-hmm. I realized that everybody in my classes had a story to tell. Yes. And so, what is your story of why you became um, a therapist in mental health?
2: A couple things. Um... I'm like most of you, uh, you know, grew up in the church originally from Ohio. So I'm a part of that Bible belt that happened. Yes, sir. But what I noticed was, although we were spiritually sound and spiritually grounded, Uh um, there was such a deficit in the area Uh of, of the human services. I say that because I grew up in a domestic violent household and for 16 years of my life, I saw my father beat my mother. Mm. And we were avid members of the church.
1: Mm.
2: My grandmother was a mother of the church. Uh And and so it was her son, my father, who was beating my mother. And the only thing that my pastor, God bless it, I still love my pastor Mm -hmm. uh, then, and and he was the one who poured so much into me. But his thought process was this, your father is a great man. He provides. Yes, my father was a provider.
1: Uh-huh.
2: I did not go without any material anything. Okay. Uh, we we actually had the best of everything. We lived in the best neighborhood. We 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 um had the best clothes. We ate at the best restaurants. Uh-huh. We drove the best cars. But still the the emotional trauma that was going on was so great. And and at that point I loved God and I loved his people,
1: uh-huh. but I
2: did not love the message that the church said. Oh. The church had said so much, you're not to divorce your husband. You're not to divorce your wife. But I said, well, well, but he's killing us. Uh-huh. Oh. He's, he's beating us. So, so how, why do we have to say, and then, I, then we start to question God. Uh-huh. God, do you not hear me? Why are you? You're saying that you're, we're to love you, but you're not delivering us. So I, I was angry for yes. so many years uh-huh. and and like so many other of us, because I'm such an extrovert. So- I learned how to put on a mask. Okay. I got the best grades. Okay. Um, you know, I was on the honor roll. I was class president. So everyone thought that my home life was absolutely amazing yes. because when it was good, it uh-huh. was great but when it was bad, it was horrible. Um, And so I always kept going, everyone in the church knows that that my father beats my mother, but nobody is doing anything. And I don't understand that. She's wearing wigs and sunglasses to hide the black eyes. She's running from house to house. And you all know that some of you have hid her during those times, but nobody is intervening and i could not understand that wow and 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 so with that but it wasn't just us Mm -hmm. there were about five or six other families that were experiencing the exact same thing And, and, and I could not understand why in this small town, mm-hmm. nobody was saying, oh, he's a good provider. You know. And, and as I say, Papa was a Rolling Stone, so yeah. I had lots of other siblings as well. I'm the oldest of, I believe, nine.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. <laughs> but my, my mother gave birth to three of us, okay. but again, that was acceptable because we were tithe payers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. We, we, my, my grandmother was a mother of the church. I was the choir director. My mother was in charge of the, uh, you know, the, the food and help service ministries and the pastor's aid. And she was working in the children's ministry. We were teaching Sunday school, doing all those things, but nobody intervened. Wow. Uh, and, and I just could not understand that.
0: So how long did you mask this? Um, Before, did it ever taken uh, take a toll on you? Where
2: oh, most definitely. So my mother finally decided to, she left my father and hid for a month. She knew my father wouldn't do anything to me. So she okay. says, if, my, if your father put me out one more time, I'm not coming back home. Uh-huh. And I'm not gonna tell you where I'm at because I know he'll get it out of you,
1: uh-huh. but
2: know that I'm coming back. And I distinctly remember the day I was uh, standing in my upstairs bedroom uh-huh. and saw my mother and I knew that she was not coming back. Oh. And she came back about a month later and said, okay, I found an apartment. Oh. So then my mother got an apartment in the same town, but my father would still come over there. And then he not oh. only started beating her, he started beating me as well. Wow. Um, and so we then left and moved to California because oh. my mother wanted to put as many miles. So that's how I ended up in California oh, wow. with that. But can, can I say, I did not know that I was in so much PTSD yes. that... Yeah, that I was suffering so much that I don't remember anyone I went to high school with here in California. Mm-hmm. No one. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I, I can relate to what you're saying right now because I, I grew up in the same type of environment. Um, my mother was, she was diagnosed as a manic depressant.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
3: For, for years, um, she was in this abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, know, I didn't know what to call it um Mm -hmm. but but i dealt with the ptsd i didn't remember no good childhood memories like everything Mm -hmm. was wiped away it was like suppressed so i I understand exactly where you're coming from yes and then the whole thing being in church you know yes you're talking my language and i and i think that this is this is something that we don't really talk about right I, i see a lot of people that i that i counsel um that that are dealing with the the yesteryears yes um that they were not able to express and talk about you know what happened because what goes on in my house stays in my house you yeah, know that, that uh, that's this the is like we you know so it was it was all these different things that was going on and it and it caused so much damage and one of the things i'm noticing now and i'm glad you're here um is because i what i've been kind of tussling with is is in all my studies and all my time of just research i have not found there there is no absolute way to judge trauma and right. and the out the, the outcome of trauma or how it affects mm-hmm. the individual. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that we in the church, we really don't talk about a lot, um, but we cover it up with giftings. And and I think that that's the, the yes. problem a lot of times is, is most of the people who, who dealt with a lot of trauma are, are very gifted.
1: They're yes. very,
3: very gifted. It's the gift that keeps them kind yes. of sane or yeah. keeps mm-hmm. them being able to interact. Or, so it's like I'm overcompensating this one area versus mm-hmm. having balanced my life. And so the way you're talking right now, this is so good. And I, w- I just want to admonish everybody that's watching. Please share, 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 share. Because this is a gift right here that we have with uh, with our dear brother here. Um, and I believe that this is going to be deliverance is going to happen for a lot of you. So uh, please, please, please share this, this feed. But man, yeah. thank you so much. But can you talk about that for a minute? Like, what yeah. what are some of the things, because you talked about PTSD, and I think that that's yes. very important. A lot of people don't know what PTSD, we automatically think is dealing with war. A lot of times we don't, we don't understand that our ordinary, regular Joe can be suffering with PTSD based upon the trauma they've gone through in their lives. And
0: yes. before you answer that question, sir, there's a question um, From that Paula, Paula has. And, uh, hi, Paula. Paula's hi, Paula. Daughter, she asked, um she says she appreciates your transparency and what Mm -hmm. advice do you advice do you give to someone going through that now
2: what i did not do was speak up about it Mm -hmm. i was too scared so i had one couple in the church
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and they were just a little bit maybe not even five years old maybe about five ten years older than me now that i look back at it they provided a safety net for me to come and just half the time I would go to their house and go to sleep because I just felt safety. And it's not saying that my father would come in and just beat me or anything like that, because that's not the case. But but, but, I believe my father had an undiagnosed personality disorder. I think he was bipolar, um, which is on the... Um, uh, um, Another another whole uh, spectrum, if you will. So that's a personality disorder versus a mood disorder. Mm-hmm. And so um, they provided sanity and, and a sanctuary mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. so that I could call them at any time, and they go, and they would not ask me questions. Mm-hmm. They would just say, "What do you need?" And I'm just going, "I wow. don't know." Wow. And I would just sit mm-hmm. on their couch and we would just watch movies and then when I looked at it, it was time to go I said I have to leave now they're like okay are you good I'm good and so I thank God for them and we're still close to this day and I can't thank them enough for just providing that space for me and that we established that if things got too bad they would step in and intervene mm for me and i think we have to look at a couple things we, we need to define what is dom- what is what is abuse mm-hmm. um in that type of thing and we're talking about domestic violence and what is that and we think that domestic violence and abuse is something that's only physical right. but, but, but when we're talking about that we have to also look at sexual violence yes. and abuse yes we have to look at financial violence mm-hmm. and abuse where um the, the mate, and, and I wish I could say it was only men, but women as well, are, are now, uh, my father would meet my mother at her job every pay period, and she would have to hand over her check. Uh, to him. We have to look at emotional abuse. When you're also, you'll never be anything. You'll never be any Uh good. You're nothing but this, this, and this. Uh All those are are signs of abuse. And we only look at it in terms of if they are hitting me and if they leave a bruise. More importantly is if they break a limb or something like that. Yes even in the midst of this pandemic what we are we are not seeing child abuse reporting has gone down because children don't know what to do in those situations mm-hmm. however hospitalizations due to abuse has increased mm.
0: okay.
2: you hear that because they're not going to the emergency rooms they're going straight into the hospital
0: mm. Mm.
2: And that is happening. We're, we're definitely anticipating now that we're, the states are opening up the amount of abuse and, and that's going to be reported. And can I say this, the amount of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. that is going to be unleashed is going to be. Uh, and and I, I'm trying to partner with pastors mm-hmm. because I don't believe that pastors and ministers, I don't believe we're ready no. for the amount of trauma because pastors are, are traumatized, too. Yes, they are. Yeah. Because for the first time in history, even though we say it as a joke, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Everybody was on the sick and shut-in list. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the whole church. Mm-hmm. Uh, name-calling is a form of abuse. April, you are absolutely right. It is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to go back to um, yes. Denise Patterson because she says, I too, I'm mean, going to read the tale and yes. says, I too suffer um, from it and have been dealing with it all week. Mm. medical. So, mm-hmm. what
2: would you say to her because she's dealing with it? Um, yes, Denise, I'm, I'm going to share with you um, a couple things. Don't be afraid to reach out and find the right therapist for you. We, we have to not be ashamed mm-hmm. to say, I am not okay. That's right. And I need some help. Um, find some support groups find some trusted people that you can talk to that will help you get to the right therapist in yeah. that regards as well. And I'm not just th- suggesting therapy because I am a therapist, Ooh. but we got to get all this from being bottled up inside of us. Yes. Because too many of us are, are, are especially Black men, uh, we're told to shut up and not say anything. We're Ooh. like, I call it the Coca-Cola syndrome. Yes. So the slightest crack yes. we Implode first, mm-hmm. then explode secondly,
1: mm-hmm.
2: both causing damage to ourselves first and to others around us second.
1: Wow,
0: yes, absolutely. I, I want to make this known because a lot of people fear therapists.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: also important to get a therapist who, who um, get therapists who are Christians. Yes. Not Christians who believe in Buddha and <laughs> and, 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 and those other um, yes dead gods. But yes, the, no more. the God that's alive. Yes, God the Father. Yes, um, we have the discerning spirit um, to mm-hmm. address them, but we also have to be sagacious in terms of being able to discern that mental illness that they may be yes. experiencing. And I believe that when you are a Christian therapist, mm-hmm. you have that insight that is needed to help them in their deliverance.
2: Most um, definitely. Because a
0: lot of times we're tapping into Christian science and and things mm-hmm. like that and not tapping into Holy Spirit, who's the one who mm-hmm. can come in and um, heal in that area.
2: Mm-hmm. Most definitely, and I totally agree with you. I am a licensed and ordained a minister, okay. and I do have a master's in theology. So I went to seminary first, and then went to, okay. um, got my marriage and family therapy. And as and soon as someone says, well, I'm a Christian, I'm like, oh, praise the Lord. I will pray with my my ther- with okay. my clients. Uh, we will break out scripture. I have one that says, I yes. need every every uh, session. She goes, okay, what's my scripture reference today? Uh-huh. Where are we going? So, so with that, it creates this alignment. Yes. And and studies have shown that a part. I will assign them part of their treatment plan and their uh-huh. treatment goals. I'll help them. find We'll research a church. We will research a Bible study. We will research all of that because when we get people in uh, connected with a body of faith
1: uh-huh.
2: and, and get them. Uh, and a Christian accountability partner, yes. a Christian accountability group with that, a woman's ministry, a, 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 a men's ministry, a chill, whatever that might be. We, we know that the recovery time is cut in half mm-hmm. because now uh, Christendom becomes an extension. Yeah. Of the treatment process and the psychological healing, because we have theological and spiritual healing as well. And I'm always of the belief that that psychology was birthed out of theology. Because if we that. look at it, you know, uh, may I may you be covered in the dust of your rabbi. What okay. what that was saying was 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 that that they had schools. Schools were developed out of Christianity. Mm-hmm. That's where the, the higher education came from. Uh-huh. So I can't help believe that even science had to come out of, everything came out of that. Uh-huh. But the, you only know that if you do your, your, your history, You're and history. your
1: study, your if, work. If, if
2: you do that, because that's what what, what rabbis, when, when I'm of Apollos, and I'm of Creed, and I'm of mm-hmm. this person, it was, they were speaking of the, the, the theory from mm-hmm. their rabbis. That's that. right. So that's why I said, "May you be cuss- covered in the dust, because you, you you would be covered in the dust because you walked so closely behind them that when dust came off of the sandal, it had to hit you in the face as well." <laughs> so so when we're when we're when we're walking in the shadow of Jesus, baby, I want to be covered in His blood. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just yeah, went on here. apologize for, coming for Holy Spirit
0: taking over. But Paula says, "I I was always told not." To to call the police when domestic mm. violence was happening. But if I didn't, I was fearful of what would happen if I right. didn't call. It would get worse. Mm-hmm. I used to run to the home of an evangelist from the church to hide. As a child, that was horrible. That was a horrible way to live. Yes. It's real. And those memories never go away. My God.
2: Paula, you're absolutely Ooh. right. And I think that's the misconception that we have rightfully so in our churches in our communities because let's be honest especially in this george floyd and ahmaud aubrey environment that we're living in right now Uh the the trust of the police the trust of the medical system the trust of the psychological system because we already know that they misdiagnose us Uh and if they misdiagnose us then they're going to misprescribe the right medications to us because too often black men and black young Uh boys especially around the grades of third third grade and fourth grade Uh are mislabeled as oppositional defiant Uh meaning that they're oppositional about everything but opposition uh uh, uh, anger um, um 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 defiancy all of that are signs for young men of depression yes so in asking saying what's wrong with you why not ask what's bothering you yes yes and you will get a different answer see what's wrong with you is very accusatory yes it is it, It's blaming
1: uh-huh. but
2: but but what's going on with you what, what what's bothering you is now saying i care about you what's really going on
0: and you're validating um, that's it. Their, their feelings at the time. That's
2: it.
3: That
0: allows them to open up and feel more comfortable.
3: Think, Most definitely. Yeah, I, I think what you just said is very important. And I know it's so simple. Just those two words. A lot of people wouldn't pay attention to that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: but I think that this is the level of expertise that's needed within, especially nowadays, mm-hmm. uh, within within the body of Christ. If, if you don't have, as as spiritual leaders, if I know I don't have a degree, I, and this is what I've done, what I've done mm-hmm. is, is I have literally surrounded myself with people who do have a degree, who, who are uh, specialists in therapy, in um, trauma, different uh, trauma specialists, and mm-hmm. family, and marriage, and counseling, because I know I don't have the degree, but I'll lead you to someone who said, okay, this person, yes. you can talk to this person. I think that we need to normalize um, the relationship with, with people who, who are educated and that mm-hmm. are, are trained properly, not only by book smarts, but also the, the spirit of God mm-hmm. to be able to to properly diagnose situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm seeing happen a lot of times in the body of crisis is we have people like, like ourselves, like when we were children, what we were going through, we come into the church because we're taught that the church is the answer. Mm-hmm. and So we come in, we're looking for the answer. And then when we get there, um, me being grown up, I grew up in the South. So you grew up in the mm-hmm. North Bible Bill. I grew up in the South Bible Bill. And so Come on. Uh, being down there, you know, I will be honest with you. There was it was a, a very thin line between uh, what we call abuse in the home and abuse in the church. Right. It, it was it Ooh. was on the same same lines. And so yes. um, when where we went to go find our shelter was a place where we found another place of wounds, another place of hurt. And I think it's very necessary that we were able to 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 discern, like you said earlier, Sheree, um discern what the moment is to really diagnose what the situation is, and, and not misdiagnose. But what I'm seeing happen is is what's becoming normal. Um, and mm-hmm. I would love for you to speak on it. Is a more of a Stockholm syndrome that's been established.
2: Mm. Come on,
0: Stockholm syndrome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not everybody knows what that
0: is. <laughs> and, and before you go to that, just so yes. that we can answer um, Yvonne's question, she mm. says, "What uh, can you? What can? What do? What can be done when mm-hmm. leaders do not encourage victims to leave their homes, um, husbands, when it's obvious that there is physical abuse?"
2: So mm. my recommendation is this. It is your life. You have a right to uh, report everything. You have to, at that point, decide what is valuable for you, especially when children are involved. Yes. Here's what, what, what we do not understand. Spiritual leaders are still mandated reporters. Let me say that again for those in the back of the balcony. Spiritual are leaders are still mandated reporters, whether we teach them that or not. In other words, you can be drugged into court yes. and personally sued if someone dies and yes. you do not share that information uh-huh. and 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 i'm gonna go here i love god i love mm-hmm. god i love god but what i don't love is ignorance come on yes and we maybe need to have a couple of these folks pulled in and sued for 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 the light bulb to go off now i'm not right. i'm not because we are still mandated reporters here's the problem in the black church Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm trying to walk through. This is your show, and I'm trying to be nice on your
1: show. <laughs>
2: We, we have to say, if we are called, and okay. since we are called in the ministry, just like you do job training on your job, yes. does not mean that I'm called in the ministry and I don't have to do the work of the ministry. Uh-huh. We are There's not work. living in the 1800s where schools were denied. Uh-huh. I love my my previous pastor because when we were called, we could not even give our first trial sermon until we had been in seminary for a full year. And we had to show the grades and then p- do a practice run with the given preachers before that, because he wanted to make sure that we were truly called. Now, some of them I still think was, they sent themselves, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> <Someone's
0: called laughs> <or something> sent, <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, they went. I said, like, no, y'all yeah. didn't hear the right call. But but we have to take it more seriously. Why is it that we will do job training for a job, yeah. but will not do leadership training if we've been called by God to do I think that's an insult before our holy God. Because yeah. if, if the cattle on a th- thousand here already belong to him, me going and getting a, a, a degree is definitely not a problem from him because mm-hmm. he's going to make a way. If he's called me, he's going to provide the way. Yes. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going to sit back and be
0: no, no you, you, yeah, you're, you're absolutely good. right um, you, you're talking talking good <laughs> you, you're talking very well
3: um you
0: know
3: i was just asking them if he could if he could touch on that stockholm syndrome because i think it's mm-hmm. very important mm-hmm. um because a, a lot of people are going through um we're not we may not be facing a domestic violence at home and, and abuse at home
1: mm-hmm.
3: but we're, this is this is something that's become normalized i'm seeing videos of people mm-hmm. I guess preparing them for crossing over in the installation, and they're mm-hmm. beating, striking them with Bibles and all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff. And saying, "This stuff is crazy." This stuff, the stuff I'm seeing. And I'm like, "Yeah, we
2: yeah. work that." <laughs> it, it, it can be. Fun. I, I, I had a client who, who was um, one of my very first cases and um, incidents with Stockholm syndrome, mm-hmm. where her stepfather was. Um, sexually abusing and sexually having his way with her when she was a minor Mm -hmm. and she fell in love with him Mm -hmm. because he promised her that as soon as she turned 18, he was, she was going to, he was going to divorce her mother and marry her. And so in that, Mm -hmm. that where that the Stockholm syndrome is when the abuser falls in love with the abusee. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the busy falls in love, love with the with, with the abuser. Yes, yeah, so- yeah. Stockholm, Stockholm. That's Stockholm uh, Paula, and mm-hmm. and so that can happen a lot of times in the church because it's a position of the main thing about Stockholm syndrome is the power. Mm-hmm. There's an imbalance of power, and because this is my pastor. Therefore, they cannot do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I have to adhere to the advice of my pastor, or I might, and I'll say it this way, lose my salvation, Mm -hmm. lose my ranking, Mm -hmm. lose my position. Christ, God might be upset with me because I did not adhere to the man of God, to the woman of God, what they were telling us. And, And I'm all for, yes, I'm obedient to them. However... The spirit of God also kicks in and within me as well, saying, mm, That ain't right. No, yeah. that ain't that ain't what the Lord is saying in my life. That's and true. I know that I know without a shadow of a doubt that God would not intend for us to be in abusive relationships mm-hmm. in yeah. that regard. So C- can there be a time of reconciliation? Most definitely. But 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 I just believe that we as leaders, especially th- those of us who are male pastors, have to stand up and say, you will not touch this daughter. That's I'm right. not in your marriage, but you will not touch her. Or I will file the mandate against you, especially when there are children that are involved. And you can take me to court because mm-hmm. I will not have God's precious gifts beaten up on. Now, we, we're going to go for a point of separation. I'm going to put her up in a hotel and these children up, and you're not going to know where they're at, and we're going to get you some professional counseling. We're going to uh, uh, bring the law in on this if you can't. A trusted village, that's right. And we have some um, um, therapists that's in our congregation or that we can refer you out to. They're not going to tell me anything because they have to keep the privacy because of HIPAA laws. However, sure. my job, we're going to restore the spiritual uh, portion of this yes. marriage, and they going to restore the emotional healing of this but if this does not work God hates divorce but he definitely does forgive it
0: mm. <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> um, this I'm, is, I'm this sorry is, this is, this is really really a of applause <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm passionate about
1: that because
2: I, I, I think that is so much of my challenge what I was going through um in and, and so to be to to go back to my story, I fell apart in college. Uh All of that. So I was in my own space.
1: Uh
2: And so for me, the very thing I hated and did not want to be like, Mm -hmm. I end up becoming. Wow. And that was my father. Uh Mm -hmm. And then where I looked at, and and I'm being very extreme. I don't think I've ever been this transparent before. Uh, I looked at other sexual relationships Mm -hmm. to heal my own pain. Mm -hmm. To the point about my third year in college, I looked at myself in the mirror and did not like or even know who I was looking at. Mm -hmm. And that's when I had all this floodgate of everything that was poured into me. So I became the prodigal son.
1: Uh Uh
2: And God had to. Now, mind you, I did not leave the church. Uh I started a gospel choir while I was at school. Uh We were 120 plus strong. Uh We were doing all these things. We, We were trying to do all those things. But I did not deal with my own pain. That's right. Because this was in the 80s, y'all, that's dating me. (laughs) We did not have, we did not think about going to see a therapist. I needed to because I was dealing with some severe PTSD. I actually did not start dealing with my own issues until I was a a student in uh, marriage and family therapy, where I broke down in family therapy Mm. because of all of that.
0: Wow. And that's so important. I have an eleven year old son now, um, mm-hmm. whom I've adopted, who has gone through so much trauma. Mm-hmm. And there are there are layers and layers that, that yes. come off. It's it's almost like he's an onion where it. those mm-hmm. things come off. But there's times where I'm I'm speaking to him to to help him cope.
1: Mm-hmm. God
0: will have me reference him back to his birth name. When mm-hmm. I adopted him, he chose to change his name. And his name, and so when I'm dealing with the spirit man inside of him, I call him by his birth name, so that all those emotions attached mm-hmm. came out, and then I'll know how to to minister to him. Mm-hmm. And that was only because Holy Spirit led me that way, because I'm like, what do I do to get to him? Mm-hmm. So when I begin to speak to the birth name, he starts spilling out so many things that was attached to him. Mm-hmm. so he's 11 now, and I don't want him to go into his teenage years and adolescence in his young adult years still dealing with that trauma
2: because an
0: adult, it's going to be um, a terrible thing for him. And
2: And I think the thing with trauma is we never forget it, but we do know how to now change the trauma Mm -hmm. into triumph. Mm -hmm. And so now it becomes... A a story I share Uh so that those who are going through it can relate to it, Uh but say, but by the grace of God, Uh there go I. So what God has done for me, Uh he'll do the very same, if not more for you. So let me, let me, I want to hold your hand in this Uh and be there with you through this to let you know you're not alone. And I think that's the problem for many of us in, with PTSD trauma, we're gonna be doing a lot of vicarious trauma yes. that, that is going on right now because of the trial. I didn't think the trial would invoke so much emotion in me, uh-huh. uh, uh, but, it, but it did. And and so we, we have to learn how to put that in the right spot and create again safe spaces mm-hmm. yes. for us to say, hey, today I'm not I'm struggling a little bit. Right. Um, and I don't want to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't want to shower. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to um, open up the windows, mm-hmm. I don't want to change my clothes, mm-hmm. I don't want to eat, I don't want to watch TV, I don't know what I want to do. Uh, but but those are clear signs. I keep reliving the incident over and uh-huh. over. I'm uh-huh. having flashbacks. I'm having nightmares, uh-huh. baby. That's all P- PTSD. Yeah. And and those of us PTSD. And I'm sorry. I'm just talking that's way okay. too much.
0: No, you're not.
2: It is not a military only. We we packaged it as as only being military. Uh-huh. But those of us who are living. In a lot of, and I said this way, lower socioeconomic places. Yes. And sir. I said, if we're living in the hood and there's shooting going on, that's we, and that's all we can affair, baby, you're, you're going to be experiencing some sort of PTSD. Uh-huh. Yes. You can experience PTSD is when you have experienced, uh-huh. seen, witnessed uh-huh. so many of us witness even though we may not have been there with George uh, Floyd uh-huh. the fact that it was recorded and we watched it over and, and over. we can over and over uh-huh. and we can't get that image out of our minds is a form of PTSD or at best vicarious trauma that is a, a, a shared emotional uh-huh. trauma that you that that you relate to that 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 could have been me. That could have been my daddy. That could have been my brother. That could have been my uncle. That's vicarious trauma mm. that we're experiencing. And
0: it resonated to every mom. And yes, when he called Woo. out for his mom who is deceased. So that in itself was just powerful. Woo. That yeah. I'm
3: about ready to uh, schedule me a time on your couch. Uh, <laughs> I need to, I need to come get on the couch, man. Listen, you, you, you talked about something that's so, so important. Um, what, what I got out of it was this, and I, and I think that there's a lot of us who who struggle within the confines of church, and we come mm-hmm. into the Lord, and we, we say, okay, God, I give you all of this, mm-hmm. but, but what do I do when the trigger keeps happening? What mm-hmm. do I do when the situation... Because what you just talked about was so important, because basically what you said was, to your own self, be true. Be honest with yourself. That's the beginning stages of it. Is pay attention to you, your habits. Watch yourself. You know, and I, I think a lot of times we we don't tend to ourselves enough. Self love in that in that regard, especially when we've gone Self-care. through those type of things. You know. Uh, but can you talk about that for a moment? Like, what? It's not, a, it's not. We're not bad. We're not missing God because we had a trigger. Because we had a bad day. I want to get up. I know. means. Can you talk about that for a second? Can you?
0: Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. We have to rid ourselves of the guilt and the shame. Yes, God is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all yes. and right. When when He says that, He says he, He's going to forgive us of the guilt and mm-hmm. He's going to forgive us of the shame. That's why yes. you got to have this theology and and oh. psychology <laughs> mirror good. marry yes. each yeah. other. Yes. Uh, so so if God can forgive us of the guilt and the shame, who are we to not forgive ourselves? Come mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. Uh, in that. So so we we have to hold our heads up, even if we have a a a a a. A slip up, I'll say it that way, okay. or, or, or or a setback. That, mm-hmm. That's just a part of of the healing process. Yes, yes. Listen, when when, when I had surgery, when I ruptured my Achilles, mm-hmm. and 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 it it hurt like crazy, mm-hmm. and I remember they gave me
1: yeah.
2: Uh-huh. I felt you. I felt you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and I did it. I was out of state. Uh-huh. And 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 I was in, I was in Chattanooga, Tennessee at a youth Christian camp being a and I ruptured my Achilles. I flew all the way back to California. Now don't don't ask me why, y'all. I was crazy. Um uh-huh. and while I was in that airplane, I just wanted someone just to shoot me. I was in so much pain. Uh-huh. <laughs> just just take me out of my misery. Uh-huh. But 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 when I had the surgery, they gave me, you know, all the medicine and everything. I was like, oh, I'm good. But the medicine, when it started to wear off, reminded me, oh, wait a minute, Uh, we gotta go through the healing process now.
1: uh
2: And then the healing process oftentimes can feel worse, if not Mm. have the same
1: effect as
2: the original, uh, 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 the original incident or the original complaint. So I say this all the time in therapy. I said, now listen, let me tell you this. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. yes, yes.
2: You Tell know me. when you you take that that medicine that you go, Mm-mm, this ain't good, and mm-hmm. but you know it, it tastes bad, but it's good for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: both when, ways. She, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Then Sheree, then when, when, how I knew I was itching like crazy, and the doctor said that's a good sign. I'm like, well, yeah. why is that? He said because that's a sign that it's <laughs> healing. Mm-hmm. So now when you're healing, you're gonna itch. You're gonna Mm -hmm. gonna be able to sit. it's gonna irritate you. But that Uh means you're healing Mm -hmm. in the process. (laughs) And and then you begin to walk on your own, but you can't run. You take it easy. Why? Mm-hmm. Because you're not 100, but you but you're making progress down the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until then, then you start to, to 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 do a little trot a little bit. Then you're like, hey, till you get your full stride on to let you know. Recovering from post traumatic stress, recovering mm-hmm. from abuse, recovering from 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 uh, any of those. Just like the vaccination shot. <laughs> Come on, Paul. That's right. Forget it. it it's a process.
1: Yeah.
2: You cannot expect... 17, 20, 30 years of abuse Come to be healed in 30 days. We gotta be patient. We gotta be patient. Yes, we got to be. Now, now I'm not now, now Let me say this for all, all of us who are I, I definitely believe in the divine healing of God. Yes, mm-hmm. I do believe that God is able to 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 heal us immediately. I believe that with all of my heart. But God also told us: listen, every time He healed someone from being unclean, he told them, do not return. To that thing that I delivered you from, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so
2: we cannot return to the hurting thing or the hurting person. Listen, I can love you from afar and mm-hmm. not have anything to do with you anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: The environment because, is important. Yes, um, uh, you know when when we're when we're when we're coming through deliverance um, or healing or process of emotional mm-hmm. healing. We gotta be careful of our environments. We can't continue yes. to go into those same environments because it, it, it tends to rehearse or rekindle or strengthen, refortify that wound that's there. And so yes. the that we that I think it's very necessary sometimes and like you said, go back to California. You know what
2: I'm <laughs> <laughs> it it is, and that's so key. We have to change our environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say it this way. One of my favorite um, authors is Dr. Caroline Leaf. She's a Christian psychologist. Uh-huh. And she says we have to literally take our mind and pick it up from the, she, she, and I'm going to use your for changing environments, take it from the dump yard and mm-hmm. put it in Pacific Palisades. That's take good. it from the dump yard and put it on Fifth Avenue. Mm-hmm. Take it from the dump yard and put it to higher places. We we have to put go to the, the levels where God resides mm-hmm. and not where the enemy resides. Resides uh, mm-hmm. in that. And, and as a man, I'd say all the time, Christ was a cognitive behavior or CBT mm-hmm. therapist because he says, as you think, so are you. Yes, in sir. other words, you have to change the, the, the thought process and tell yourself, listen, that's why I love the book of John because every time Christ spoke, he said, I am. I am the resurrection. I am the life. I am Come the good now. shepherd. I yes. am the way. I am yes. the truth. So, yeah, so, so, my phone.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. So so so. Y'all got true. me stirred up. I'm talking <laughs> about my own That's business out here in California. And even with dealing with my 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 clients, I also, um, well, some of the clients I can do this with. Not all of them. I hear. Uh, but um, with my son, especially, I I tell him to say, "I have the mind of Christ," and so yeah. when our thoughts come, you no, know, I have the mind of Christ, so that yeah. he's not um, carried on with those thoughts. Um before we go any further, I was yeah. a question from April, and she says, Did you decide? Um, did you decide if it was time for a change or did God give you a sign?
2: Both. <laughs> uh in yes, come on, yes. What happened was those of us who are believers, we will start to see all, and, and I and I see what 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 happens <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bishop Sellers, <laughs> Paula,
2: what what happens if we are true believers in Christ? Uh-huh. One of my favorite scripture is that I've come that you might have life, but but, but have the abundance, I, 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 abundant life. yes, more more abundantly. And and I always say, God, I want the abundant life that yes. you have come to, to given me. So if I'm going to have an abundant life, then then I cannot continue in the same negative and poor habits because negativity does not create positivity yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and if i want to be great i have to surround change my environment come on joshua you mm-hmm. preaching to us yeah, prophet yeah. prophet <laughs> you're speaking and, 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 and so i have to put myself in position mm-hmm. to receive greater and not lesser -hmm. So in doing that, I, I then had to make the change. Mm-hmm. In my life, because I had to go back and remember uh, 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 if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old mm-hmm. yeah, 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 things yeah. have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Yes. Then why am I still holding on to old trauma and not reaching out for new blessings? See, as long as I hold on to the old, I can never receive new because uh-huh. my, my hand is yes. closed yes, by, yes, by yes. grasping yes. the old and it can't yes. be open to receive the new. Yes. So I had to say, I had to let go of that. and then open my arms up to the new Mm. with that and allow God to carry me to the new beginnings that he wanted to create in my life. And am I constantly doing that? I'm constantly opening up to new. I'm constantly, uh, uh, because uh, it's a constant renewing. Uh, It's a daily renewing of our mind. Mental hygienist, spiritual renewal uh, in that. Yeah,
3: yeah. Go ahead, though. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say no. We we have to normalize the, the yes. that that this we're talking about. It's a discipline. yes. You know, we I think a lot of times we uh uh we want God to do it all, right? We we say and we don't, don't want to do Take anything. it away, take it away from me. God, do it. Mm-hmm. Just you do it. And and I'm always reminded of the scripture that says He's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. Uh-huh. So, so what we're waiting for him to do, he's already given us the ability he's to already do given already. It to us. It's already within us. So it's about us uh, believing in that. you know. And and you know, one of the things I teach on is faith. And one of the things in faith I teach is faith is not if we believe God or not. Faith mm-hmm. is, however, what do I believe and what do I accept about God and what do I believe and accept about myself? That's the two connections. We have to have that connection. And I think a lot of times what you're talking about we can believe that God is powerful and He's able to do all these different things. But when you've gone through that level of trauma, the the warfare is believing that it's for me, um, right. and 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 um, training my mind to be in a, mm-hmm. a place to even receive that it is for me mm-hmm. to accept mm-hmm. what it is that He's bringing to. Me. So I, I mm-hmm. think that that's so so good, so rich what you're talking about, man. You got me mm-hmm. stirred up over
1: here. <laughs> uh,
0: and I, I think it's also important that we as leaders, as pastors, yes, as 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 therapists, allow that person to heal yes. how they need to heal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not putting a time limit on it. That's good. Um, and not allowing them to, to be them because then that's that's going to have them retreat back to um yes. regress back to that that, that state. So mm-hmm. we have to help navigate yes. that process
2: healing is an individualized process uh-huh. Uh-huh. the time frame that i may need to heal uh-huh. is going to be very different sister Sheree, uh, than what yours is uh-huh. brother joshua what yours is uh-huh. uh, just like god we are fearfully and wonderfully made yes. the process is different because for those of us who are who are in the faith we have to quiet ourselves down so that we can hear Yes. How God wants to hear, heal us. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be very specific to us. Mm-hmm. Just like he told the, the Hebrew boys to, to, to not eat from the king's table, but right. to, to eat only this disciplined diet. Mm-hmm. He's, he's going to call each and every one for us for a very specific disciplined healing process. That That's might so be strange to you, but, but is all powerful and and, and healing for me.
1: Mm.
0: Mm, wow. That, that, that is so true. His you got
3: to get your diet right, he said. You got to get your diet right. Your diet right. right. That's what's going on. You get your diet right so you can get healed. Yes.
0: <laughs> and it's tailored to his will for our life. Right? Yes. That's right. So, whatever our life is, because he has a plan for each one of us. Yes. So, we have to learn to, to follow Holy Spirit. A lot of times, I went with what someone else thought. Mm. I was uh-huh. delivered from what people think now. It scares me. Yeah, uh, And and that has helped me to grow because I was stuck on what people thought. And so oh. that's how people cannot, yes. take, uh, others can't take off their mask because they, they think they have to have a face so that they can be accepted. So they go home and cry, but they can't cry out in public or they can't be right. themselves out in public. And we have to stop that. It's, it's time to stop. And allow people to be themselves allow mm. them to heal
2: Yes, that's you know, good. Allow them
0: to be real and transparent and authentic so that they can get the healing that they need to be better um individuals in the kingdom of
3: god i think it's important that we create that safe space too for them to feel that mm-hmm. they can be real Because right. when, when i'm finding out there's a lot of there's a lot of superficial environments that we're around um especially in this in this ig age that we're in uh, we mm-hmm. want to put our best foot forward, you know, get them angles and the filters and everything. So we always trying to make it look good, but we really, it really ain't good at home, you know. And and so I think it's very important that we we normalize these type of environments and conversations. Um, we don't have these conversations at the dinner table. We don't have these conversations mm-hmm. even in, in the in the in Bible study and in, mm-hmm. in the church. And I think it's important that we do. Um, I would like to see more smaller groups happen in ministries that we. We mobilize, you know, ministers that they're coming up, um, and then and then giving them the, even the the uh, the assignment to go get their degree for the ministry. Mm-hmm. We help, right. we help undergird them you know, to, in school, you know, so, that, so they will be a, a, a vessel of honor for, for the ministry Come as well, on. you know, to be able to do that. So I think it's a community effort that we have to put forth um, in this time and this hour. And I'm, I'm just I'm enjoying you, man. I'm, I can sit here <laughs> in few hours, man, because you all awesome. um, say, you awesome. I'm just Marty. <laughs> can you, can you, can you, um, cause you said something earlier and I don't want us to move, move past it. Can you talk about the importance of forgiveness in that mm. process, mm-hmm. especially even with your story, you know, with your, your deliverance, mm-hmm. your healing, your, your process.
0: That's a question I, I almost had for you. So yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> for, forgiveness is for you and not for the other person. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. and, and, and once, once I understood that, um, and my father and I reconciled way before, um, he passed away, and even on his deathbed, he goes, um, "Will you forgive me?" I said, "Dad, I forgave you years ago. Mm. Um, I do. I, I realized the spiritual battle you were in, mm. and so, but I had to love you from a distance, uh-huh. although I forgave you, so because I had my own children
1: uh-huh. that
2: I had to protect uh-huh. from you." Mm. Because God holds me now accountable for yes. my children yes. That's
1: right. yes
2: so so forgiveness was already given mm-hmm. because I had to have the radical acceptance that you did not want to change mm. and I can't force you to change mm-hmm. and that was not my job. my only job was to forgive
1: Ooh. you yes.
2: because so I'm and forgive
3: <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. We're not going to skip over that like he didn't say nothing. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mr. Yes. Harris, please forgive my ignorance my craziness. Listen. That's okay. We ain't going to skip over like he didn't just say that. say that. Say that one more time for the people in the back. You got to say that last little part. That yes. little section
2: right there was this. Just- the, the for, for forgiving was not my r- responsibility, yeah. Yeah, yeah, get on that part again. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I forgave him, but 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 changing Jeez. him was not my, not my
0: responsibility. That's the word right there changing him. my yeah. responsibility to change
2: him. My, my responsibility was forgiving him, and Woo. in forgiving him, it freed me. Woo. So Woo. when he acted out. Jesus. I no longer took the blame or responsibility Come on. for
0: Somebody it. I said one more time.
3: <laughs> Come on. Listen, hashtag trademark Martinez Sellers. Don't y'all take this from this brother now. They give him his, make a t shirt out of no, him. I got, <laughs> I got the t shirt. I got the bird's nest. They're going to make your t shirts for you. I got you. I got you. Yes. Listen, that is heavy. That's heavy. It's not my responsibility to make man
0: wow. Mm-hmm. That is deep, and that that's that's freeing in itself. Yes. Because when you yes. realize you can't control them anyway, control. Right? you can't change them, they have to want to change, and
1: mm-hmm. so that's
0: where that forgiveness comes. I'm gonna forgive you even though you're not sorry.
2: Mm-hmm. For forgiveness is not based upon whether we deserve it or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: We didn't deserve to be forgiven by Christ, but yet he still went to the cross.
0: We have in church. You you (laughs) talk about language,
3: man. You talk about language, man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. But but, but that's the truth. You know, uh, 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 Christ, he says, listen, while we were yet sinners, Sinners. Christ died. Yes, he died so so, so, so oh. he didn't say "I'm gonna die for you once you get your act right Jeez. so 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 forgiveness <laughs> for me was then based upon christ. And not even based upon my... See, we we want to have an emotional response to forgiveness and and not a spiritual response. My spirit, if I called myself a Christian, if I called myself a preacher, if I called myself a child of the king, I had to forgive. Yes. Yes. I, I had to say... Th- that's when I said, "Listen, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief." In other ah, words, on. I come trust on. you, yeah. but help yeah. these emotions come get on. in my... Come on, come on, yeah, uh, because oh, I good. still had some emotional attachment I had to free myself from. That's so good, but God, I had please. to release it. Listen, in my oh, God bless you, <clears> Amen. <throat> Lord, touch her in the name of Jesus. Right, Lord, right, Lord. right, right, right. But, but, but I had to. Be obedient to the word of God and to what God put in my spirit, mm-hmm. even though my flesh was crying out. Mm. My spirit had to then release him, mm-hmm. and then my 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 flesh came in line with the spirit of
3: God.
2: Oh, that is so
3: that's good! Yes. What you're saying um, I, I, one of the things I teach about in forgiveness is I talk about the the need to release the debt mm-hmm. that's in your heart. What the person done to you when the offense comes? Mm-hmm. There's a debt that's owed, mm-hmm. and releasing that debt is so important mm-hmm. to the process of forgiveness. And I like the way you just put it. Now, I just want to reiterate, just real quick, for those who didn't hear what he said, the forgiveness is not emotional. It's not an emotional attachment to it. It's the place of of my spirit, man, which is the the, the mature place
1: mm-hmm.
3: that's that's speaking <laughs> forgiveness is and operating from that place and is operating from faith. And if I don't have the faith to forgive, God, help my unbelief. Give me the faith to forgive. This is so good, man. I see why you're bald-headed because I'm going to pull all my hair out. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen, man. This is so good.
2: That's a seller's trait.
3: (laughs) Don't worry about it. It's good. It's good. good. It was all that revelation. That's what it was. It just melted it away. This this
0: is awesome, you guys. I just want you to know it's at 8 o'clock. For those who have to leave, you can leave. But we can keep going until Holy Spirit <laughs> says, stop talking. So, um, don't, don't
3: tell this, me that we have a church all night.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we are, but um, let's see. Tears are rolling down my face. Grateful
2: Amen. Tonight. Amen. And,
0: um, Bless, you. Bless you. Before going on was, Lord, heal somebody tonight.
1: Amen. Mm,
0: maybe going through, because we like to tell that part of, um, faith without works is dead, but that mm-hmm. part before it that says, For as the body without the spirit, as if mm-hmm. the body without the spirit.
1: Mm-hmm. See,
0: faith is work based salvation.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And we need mm-hmm. um, that, um, we need Holy Spirit to bring us alive and to renew us. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and we're falling away from that. We're yeah. falling away from the faith because we've been hurt, because right. we can't forgive. And it's poisoning in us. Mm-hmm. And so you freed us tonight when you said we cannot change them. And it's not our mm-hmm.
2: responsibility to change Amen. them. Amen. Praise God.
0: So I I believe that um, people are healed tonight when they go back to, to to watch the replay. Um, that they're gonna be even more blessed, um, because we're gonna continue to pray over this word.
2: That's
3: right. You, um, Pastor, um, I see Denise here in in the hospital. You, you don't mind that thing on on me, now? I can't. I see it's so on his Look, like, I've been trying to be good all night. I've been trying to be good, but but Denise, I, I'll say this to you, Denise Patterson, by the spirit of the Lord, mm. your, your your word, the word for you tonight was the word of forgiveness. Mm. Um, and the Lord says to you that even in your hospital bed, if you forgive, release the debt, and I'm not talking about the stuff that everybody sees. Uh, see see we've mastered wearing the mask and we know how to put up holy hands and different things, but the Lord says that place of womb that's there, mm. that no one sees, and no one knows, that's right in that heart that you the place where you say, I'll never let no one hurt me again. I'll never let nobody do that thing to me again. The Lord says, Give me that thing tonight. And he said, I'll give you life. I'll give you life, I'll mm. release you. Uh, and I and I see God healing you. Now, this is this is something that, understand this about me. I'm not somebody who just says stuff like this. I see limbs grow, I command. A deaf ears open up eyes open up I see it all the time but one of the first things that I take people through is through the, the prayer of forgiveness and so you you must forgive it's a mandate for you to forgive and so I just hear the Lord say that even now receive strength to forgive
0: mm. receive
3: strength and the courage to face Hallelujah. receive the courage to face yesterday that no longer will you be will you be taxed or or even known or named by that of yesterday but even in this moment God says I'm releasing you from even the, the place of the wounds, of the place and the position that no one sees and no one knows. I even go back to the little girl and I command that to be healing in your, in your history. Thank you, Jesus. Healing in your history. I, I even go into your bloodstream. I hear the Lord say your history, your history. Mm. And the Lord said, can I not do a new thing even in your bloodline with you? The Lord said, I'll raise you up in this hour to be to be the answer. I'll raise you up in this hour to be the idea that it is possible to be healed. It's possible, it is possible, it is possible to be whole. And so I speak this word over you, be healed, be mm. whole now in Jesus' name. And Father, I thank you for the testimony that will come from this. I thank you for the, for the testimony. So, I expect the testimony. I expect you to be coming out of that hospital bed by tomorrow in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, Amen. Oh my, God. Amen. Oh my God. I
0: agree with you on that Sister mm. Denise. We touch and agree.
3: That thing heavy. It, it, it is. I was trying to be good.
0: Uh, she says had a mastectomy,
3: mastectomy on the right side.
0: My right hand.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Woo. Been holding grudge on my. On my hear me. The Spirit mm. of the Lord hasn't lied. I don't know Denise. I don't know you. I don't know you, but I'll say this to you: God said you'll be healed, and not only that, but even the the retaining of weight, the water weight you've been retaining in your in your system in your body, even before this thing. Jesus I, Jesus. I even speak to the stress, the stressors that's been in your life, the stressors that's been in your life. This word today was for you. Uh, it's not your job to change anyone. It's not your job to change anyone. It's your job to forgive them, release them, and show them a better way. I hear the Lord say, show them a better way. So the father says this, this day, he said, receive strength, receive the courage, receive the power to forgive and to move forward. I hear the Lord say, not only to tell you that, but he says to give you a future and a hope. He says, now, now when you come out of the hospital, your time is not gonna be up. He yes. said that this, this is the thing I'll do in you. He said, even that entrepreneur idea, those things that's been inside of you, the dreams that's been dying down that you have not oh, seen come yeah. to past. God says, I'ma cause them oh, to come alive in this next season of your life. Yeah. God says, get ready for the oh God, get ready for the next season of your life because this is gonna be the greatest time of your life. Listen, uh-huh. when you leave out of that hospital, you're gonna leave the death behind. You hear me? You're going to leave the dead things, the things that will pull you. You're going to leave them. I even see God like literally putting you as when he called forth in the book of Zechariah, the high priest Joshua. And I hear the report saying it's not. this, she not one that comes from the fire? And I hear the word of the Lord says. He says, now remove from her the, the the grave clothes. Remove from her uh, yes. the clothes of the fire. You, the, the clothes that smell like smoke. God said, I'm going to do a new thing in you. You won't even look like what you came out of. Uh. And God said, you must write the book. You must write the story. Tell mm. the story because it's going to open the platform up for you. Bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh. Wow. Whew. I'm trying like, to be good, man. I'm trying to be. I see so you hard. are really
0: bubbling, but
3: I was trying to be good. That thing is so heavy; <laughs> it was on me. So, heavy. I will say this to you, uh, uh, a man, man of God. You have such a powerful ministry. Um, mm. God says, "Get ready, get ready," because this is the season that I'm going to begin to take you. Um, and I, th- I gave this word uh, a couple of weeks ago, probably last month, um, and I told them, I said, "Stars are falling." And new stars are being realigned. There are new constellations being realigned. The Lord began to deal with me about the stars that are sending, And the Lord says to tell you, you're one of those stars that are ascending. And there are new constellations. So get ready for new appointments, new relationships, new business connections. I'm even seeing there's a work that you have. And I see the Lord says, I'm sending the sponsors and the investors. I don't even know what that's all about. But the Lord says, there's a work that's inside of you that he has gave to you. And he said, yeah, it's beyond you. He says, but now I will send the business partners and I will send those who will undergird you. Yeah, you. Um, and even as it relates to the commercial property that's needed, the Lord says, he says, I will do the thing in you that, I, that I've told you. Thank so you. this is the hour. God says, I'm aligning you with destiny partners and those who will not be jealous of you in this season. But they will walk in an alignment with you in the the fulfillment of the purpose that i have called you for now men of god men of god men of god there's such a call in your life the church is too small for you i gotta tell you you're called for the world god called you he called you to be an answer to the world and so the lord says in this hour your influence is going to increase it's going to increase massively like you've never seen me before so god said get ready this is just the beginning of what I'm going to do. I see you actually on television. I see you going and doing podcasts. I see you doing uh, media outlets and outlooks. God says getting ready to be, for your name, to be a household name. Yes, A household name. Not only in yes. psychology, but even in the, in the arena and the arena of, of, of it's kind of like, uh, I want to say reality te- television. I don't want to <laughs> say it just that all the way, but because you, you're, you're a character. But I see yours being healing it's gonna bring healing mm. so you you'll be doing what you're doing they're gonna be following you but it's gonna bring healing and it's almost as though they're they're, they're gonna encapsulize and archive the healings that's going to take place uh, mm. and God says get ready man of God because I'm gonna do something so supernatural in you, um, you you're I know and I don't just say this to a lot of people um, but you're one that that has healing in them mm. it's not something that you just facilitate but you are healing Healing comes wherever you go. You were you were birthed through healing through the obscurity. And mm-hmm. the obscurity has has painted testimony for you. And you, God says, in this hour, your your faithfulness is speaking for you. So uh, God says, get yep. ready. Get ready for what Thank I'm about to do to you, man of God. Bless you. Bless you, sir.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> now y'all, y- y'all can't quote me praying. on here and
2: <laughs> mess me up like this. Listen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you ain't not started out preaching.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: he
3: started. He started.
0: I was
2: over
3: here being good. I said I want not to let my Pentecostal show up or nothing. And he come on here preaching. Here he, he
1: comes, <laughs> Sister
2: Lorna. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, I'm I'm so humbled by everything and I can't thank you all enough for this opportunity just to share what I know God has put in me mm. because I just believe in the freeing and the healing power of God mm. and it begins with forgiveness for mm. us as a people. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Nicole thank you. I'm I'm running right behind you. <laughs> Nicole that's right. <laughs> if
0: I have to do this podcast, I will be running. Look Ooh. you to messed me up, I got another appointment I gotta go to right <laughs> Well, you have a good night. Um, We're going to keep going because Holy Spirit is still moving. But thank you so much for joining us. Um, We would love to have you back again. Um, uh, But thank you so much. And be blessed. Be well. Um, I
2: appreciate both of you.
0: Give your information real quick um, before you leave so people can follow you
2: sure on instagram i'm mental underscore health underscore marty so mental health marty you find that in there and then my podcast is mental health matters with marty as well as my facebook uh is mental health matters with marty and please uh we'd love for you to uh, subscribe to any of those things and um please uh it has been such an honor and the Lord says the same. I'm I'm 90% done with this book called Stop the Stinking Thinking. Yes. Yeah. That's about to drop. And um, I appreciate each and every one of you. And and thank you. Uh, Pastor. Uh, you you have not you have not corrected me all this time. And I kept saying, Oh, wait a minute. The Holy Spirit keeps it, uh, Pastor. Pastor, I, I, I believe in, in honoring the man of woman of God. Paula, you know I love you as well, uh uh for for who you are. And and I don't take those lightly because what you're doing is a mandate and a heavy load that many people don't understand. Yeah. And 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 Prophet Joshua right now. So you, 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 not only does he carry the name, but he he also um, walks in it as well. I cannot thank you both enough. And please, by any way you're in California, don't ever come this way in Southern California. And not look us up, so we can definitely take care of both of you Amen. in that regards. Amen. Amen.
0: Have a Amen. blessed night. Thank you. Much so Much love.
2: Thank you. God bless. God bless.
0: Take God care. Wow. Bye.
2: Wow.
3: Wow. Wow. That was amazing.
0: Uh, this was heavy. Um, <laughs> this was heavy. Um, but I believe that, um, you, you were about to explode over there. So I'm, um, before we leave, I'm going to give you an opportunity to, um, ah. uh, to allow, um, Holy spirit to, to, to use you in, in whichever way he's moving. I do know that healing needs to take place tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people dealing with a plethora of things um outside of this this pandemic so um we also want to pray for those who are in India um i've i've learned that um a gentleman i'm connected to um 24 of his pastors in India have died from covid um mm. so we want to keep them in prayer as well
3: wow 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 no i i think that what we what he was saying um Brother martinez was was speaking was so relevant and yeah, so needed is- um the place and the position of us walking um, in total victory and total freedom is so important um that we begin to um, normalize mental health um that we do that and and then it does not come against it does not break against god and what god can do but but it adds another le- another layer um i see a lot of times that we go through um situations and a lot of the things that i i minister to people on when it comes to deep healings and deep um uh, uh wombs of different things is it because i study psychology that's what helps me it helps me because i'm able to see things from a different vantage point um even when i minister to people um it helps me and expands me and i and i know that there's a lot of 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 people that's watching us and that's going to watch this later on um and that we're going through what we're going through we're going through um massive stages of of collective um Uh, PTSD, uh, there's so much so much trauma that's going on right now in the world. There's almost like a group thought or a group um, mindset that's happening within, especially in America, with the with the with the brothers and sisters with us. Um, And I want us to make sure that we are aware that we're not just over spiritualizing things, but we're being practical. Um, I want to say this practicality is spirituality. Mm-hmm. And so there's a place in practicality uh, that we work from um, and we begin to move from. And I think that that's one of the things that's very important to see effectiveness in the things of God is for us to be practical and be honest with ourselves. Uh, this is the beginning stages of it. So uh, we got to make sure that we're doing that. We got to make sure that we're being honest with ourselves and not not trying to overspirit. Listen, can I say this? We, we've done this before. We've we've yes. like we've we know what it feels like mm-hmm. to hide junk. Mm -hmm. we know what it feels like we know how to come in the church and do the church thing and hide the junk Mm -hmm. we know how to do that Mm -hmm. what what we have not experienced yet is total freedom let's let's lean towards total freedom let's begin to be intentional and decisive in the season um one one of the ladies asked a question to the man of god uh when did he know it was time? Did he make the decision or did God tell him it was time? And 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 I say in this hour and this time, you know you. Mm. You don't one thing I read about when um uh, about Jesus, when Jesus would come into places, he didn't have to go find nobody that was sick. He didn't have to go <laughs> find a one. Uh oh. Oh, what just happened? Got disconnected there? Am I disconnected? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, you got kind of threw me off. He didn't have to go find no one that was sick. He didn't have to go. <laughs> he kind of threw me off with of that one. <laughs> he had to go find no one that was sick. He didn't have to um uh look for no one and say, hey, hey, come to me. I'm I could bring you healing. They they came to him knowing what they were dealing with. And that's something that we've 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 stopped doing. Like we, it's almost as though somebody gotta call it out. If they don't call out my issue in the church, if the preacher don't say my issue, then I'm not going to be honest and go and, and go get freedom. Listen, mm-hmm. you are responsible for your growth. You are responsible for your healing. Yes. You're responsible. And so you have to take authority over your life and begin to be intentional with that process to make sure that you are healing um, and that you are being healed. Um, the emotional relationship with God. Um, those days are over. let's enter into the space that we really begin to see the fullness of what we read about and what we're asking for uh-huh. because it's possible. It's very possible. It's very, very possible. I want to minister to someone that that you've been struggling. you've been in that space, you've been in that in that the realm of the wounds. you know what it feels like to be in the womb, right You know how it feels to operate in the midst of the wounds. I want to say to you that that's not God's will for your life. God's will for your life is for you to be totally free, set free, totally free from from the from the hurt, from the pain, from the um, the auspices of of the even even the 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 residue. You don't have to carry this thing. Let those things go. Begin to give those things to God. But it begins with forgiveness. It begins with being honest with yourself, and then forgiving those people that you need to forgive. If you if you it's like God, I've been trying to forgive. God help me. Help me forgive. God, give me the strength to forgive. Give me the courage to forgive. Um, these are, this, is, this is a practical prayer that we can begin to pray um, and know that God will do it. He will answer. He will move for you. Um, I know that, that there are those of you that are here that, that says, well, you know, I don't know if I can ever get over this. I don't know if I can ever get free of this. It's possible. I want you guys to hear me. It's possible. Everything that the man of God was speaking about earlier, it's possible to be free. It's possible. Well, the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty. And so we just speak and declare even now that there is freedom for you. Hallelujah. There is courage and there is strength for you. Yes. Even in your spirit, man, I speak to your spirit, man, and I command your spirit, man, to be strengthened, to stand up and to bring forth and, and step forth in the authority that Christ has set you free in, in that space and that you find that freedom. Um, even from the memories, I'm, I'm, I don't know who I'm talking to, but you even you've been plagued with the memories, the, the traumatic experiences are coming back even like uh, in nightmares, uh, it seems as though. But I'll say to you that today you receive your freedom. No longer will you be plagued and tormented by the things of the trauma, by what happened to you, what took place, what you saw, by decree and declare that those days are over. I speak to you that you will rest for the first time. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you will rest rest in this season. You will no longer um, be overwhelmed by these places, but I just declare whole, wholeness and healing over you now. Um, and Father, I thank you for what you're releasing Jesus. upon your people in this moment. I give you praise now for all the greater things are still yet to come. Father, I speak to even the places of the molestation and the abuse and the, uh, uh, the hidden sins. I hear the I, I hear the Lord said the hidden thing the hidden thing, the hidden thing. I speak healing to the healing, the healing thing, the thing that even the one that suppressed the memory that they don't even want to remember, they suppressed it, it happened so bad that they've forgotten and they forgotten and they pushed it down to their memory. Father, I thank you that there is a light that's shining forth and there is healing that's coming forth right now i give you praise there is no good thing that you withhold from your people and so father i thank you that there is total thank victory and total healing now from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet i speak spiritual healing i speak mental healing i speak wholeness and mending to the hearts and the mind and even the mind let there be yes lord let there be new neurological pathways of fault i hear you yes Lord. yeah yeah let there be new ways of thought that's established in the minds of your people Father, I thank you that we're, we're causing us to come into another place. Even now, I give you praise that at the at the the, the, this, the frequency of your voice that there is healing, that there's a breakthrough that's taking place even this day. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing and for what you're releasing yes. to these your people. I give you praise and I give you glory that there's no good thing you withhold from them. I thank you, Father, for all the goodness and all the greatness that you're bringing to us in this season. We give you praise, we give you glory uh, right now. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Amen.
3: I gotta get out your way. I, I tell you, I you know, I I love what I do. That's my problem. My problem is I love what I do. That's my problem.
0: That's alright. Yeah.
3: If I didn't love it, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget. I forget what time it is sometimes. I be forgetting. That's sometimes. okay.
0: We we have all night. Um, but um. I want to thank you, God. Um, thank you for calling <laughs> me tonight. But I, I, was like, I was like, she didn't need me on here with her. She was doing. <laughs> I was like, why she want me on here? Was, what yeah. she got me doing here? Uh,
1: Lorna Wood.
3: Uh, Lorna Wood, you have a very special anointing on you, very special grace and support in your life. Um, the um, and you're very highly intelligent too. You're very highly intelligent. Um, what I see. Uh she says she said, Don't tell them all night. All don't night. They. they know me. See, they know me. Uh Lorna, the, the grace of God is upon you in this season. God says, I'm about to, I'm about to breathe on what you're doing in this season. I want to say that to you. I don't know what, what all you got having what's what's in before you, but the Lord says, Look again. Look again. There's something even dealing with your vision, dealing with um creativity, um, and the uh the the place and the position of um execution for you i want to hear that release that word over you execution in this hour for you um that that you're going to execute some things and complete some things um in this season but the lord says get to get ready because i'm going to breathe on the work of your hands in this season lorna wood um there's there's such a grace that's upon you um for um a marketplace a grace even as relates to consulting I'm seeing a grace in consulting. I'm seeing you connecting people. And, and the crazy part about it, a lot of times you've connected people. They didn't even ask for nothing. But the Lord said, in this season, I'm going to show you how to get paid to do what you've done for free. The Lord said, this is the season. I'm going to show you how to monetize what you are. And that's the place, the position of you walking in the fullness of your passion. Because the Lord says your passion is your platform, Lorna Wood. Your passion is your platform. The Lord says, I'll, I'll, I'll create that space for you in this season so I want to bless you I want to speak well concerning your name um, that God begins to breathe on you in this season of uh, the work of your hands in this season and God says forgive those forgive those because they they didn't know who you were
1: mm-hmm.
3: and, and the Lord says forgive those they didn't know who you were and not only that but the Lord says they were not qualified to sing you mm-hmm. Jesus. help me Holy Spirit they were not qualified to send you so he says don't long for or, or question why they didn't do this or why he said that was not their place it was not their place It was not their. they did not have the authority to do so so the father says in this season he says no know that i've called you my hand is upon you and i've qualified you in this season And i'm going to bless you and cause the work of your hands to be to increase in the midst of you in this season so bless you woman of god Bless you. I'm trying to be good. I'm not going to speak to nobody I know in here. I'm going to talk to all the people, new people. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the new people. Uh, this is an awesome forum you got here. I'm just excited. I'm so excited about uh, what you're doing here. This is just so powerful. It's so powerful. I keep looking at the, uh, the screen, I'm looking to see who's on on the, uh, the Facebook page uh, as you're as you're talking. Uh so that's what I'm doing here. So but I'm just blessed. I bless the Lord uh for each and every one of you. Um I want you guys to 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 stay take take what what has been spoken today. If you didn't see it, go back and watch this. Go back and watch this. Um and be honest with yourselves. Honest with yourselves so you can you can expand, so you can grow. Paula Williams, I'm trying to leave you alone, I'm trying to get up out of here. Paula Williams, DeAndre Jamal Lacey. The things you said and spoken to me. I'm coming to you right now. Give me a second. I'm coming right to you. Paula Williams, I'll say this to you. Um, Paula, you're, you're in a whole other season. You're in a whole other moment. You're in a whole other time. And this is what I'm going to say to you. You must not deal with yourself commonly in this season, Paula Williams. <clears throat> you must change the way you view you in this season because there has been a major shift that's transpired. There has been a major shift that has transpired. Um, and so the place and the position of you walking in the new thing, you must not deal with yourself commonly. I pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened in this season, that you will begin to be enlightened to see that everything around you has shift. Uh, one, because you have changed. And so therefore the, the, the everything around you must shift as well, must change as well with the shift. I want to say this to those of you who are listening. If you not, have not embraced it yet, there is a change that's coming. There's a major shift that's coming into a lot of your lives. And so you have to be aware of those things that it begins to come. You cannot continue to deal with yourself the same way. You have to be in that place where you, you begin to recognize the shift as it begins to happen. And as it begins to happen, yes. you begin to go with it. I want to say this to us. Um, as obstacles come in our lives, they don't come to take us out. And I've been saying this all week. The storm doesn't come to, to, to rain you out. It's not come to destroy you. The storm is good for those who got seed in the ground. And you have seed in the ground. You got seed in the ground. You got a dream. You got a vision. You got a, you got a goal. That's a, that's a seed in the ground. You have, you, you've sown. The Lord says, now, now in this hour, he says, now allow me to bring the increase with the rain. A lot of times storms, we think storms are negative. It's the connotation of how we see them, how we perceive them. May God shift your connotation in this season. May he shift your perception. May you begin to call it what he calls it in this season. Especially you, DeAndre, Jamal, Lacey. There's a very strong grace in your life. And I know you've been going through, you've you've been through some tough times. You've been through some obscurity. You've gone through some pain. But the Lord says to tell you that pain didn't come in your life to be painful. It didn't come to take you out. If it was going to take you out, it would have took you out already. The pain has come, has come, to show you where there needs to be adjustments. And this is a season and a time for you to make adjustments. It's a season and time for you to begin to shift and begin to make some decisions. I see you in the valid decision, but you're kind of like, I don't know what decision to make. The Lord said, make a decision. There's grace for you. There's grace for you. God says, I'll lead you and I'll guide you. You know my voice, the voice of a stranger. You will not follow. God says, I'm with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So DeAndre Jamal Lacey, God says, I'm with you, son. Say, I'll never leave you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Go with me, go with me, follow me, and I got you, I got you. And I see the Lord breathing on you, man oh. of God. I see the Lord breathing on you and breathing on the work of your hands this season. God says, get ready for promotion and advancement, promotion and advancement. I hear you say, well, God, well, when, how are you going to promote me in this thing? God says, if there is no way, I'll create a way for you. I hear the Lord say that there, there are new channels that are being birthed for, for you. There are new channels that are being birthed open for you. And this will be the season that you'll have new new waterways. And this is so symbolic. Uh, new, new waterways, new channels in the desert, in the desert place, ways of refreshing. God says, I'll bring them to you in this season, DeAndre. All you got to do is follow the path that's before you. It's a path of peace, a path of rest. God says, I have not forgotten you. I know the word concerning you. I know my work's concerning you. Follow the path. Stay on task. Don't Get distracted, DeAndre because you are to be the idea in your family. Yes, mm. you're going to be the one that's going oh, to yeah. break the mold. Yeah, you're the one. Yeah, you were the black sheep. Yeah, everybody was like, oh, this and all that. And I hear all the noise that they're talking about you and all this other stuff. But God said, let them talk and let your feet do the walking in the season. God says, as you begin to walk this out, this path out, God says, I'm going to bless the work of your hands. I'm going to bless you in this season. I'm going to increase you on every side. So be encouraged, DeAndre, Jamal, Lacey. It's not over. This is just the beginning for you. This is just the beginning for you. Be encouraged, man of God. Wow. <sighs> I'm trying to be good. You got to breathe through it, man. If you don't breathe through it, we ain't gonna make it. We ain't gonna make it. Gonna be, you're gonna be drunk again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm in drunk, and you're not even talking to me. I, just I, I know. It's just it get, flooding, the, flooding the line. Just flood.
3: It gets overwhelming. It gets overwhelming it's times. deandre you got a very unique anointing on you man for the marketplace too um and i'm seeing you dealing with the stocks and and um dealing with investments god says i'm gonna bless the work of your hands with investments there's a very strong grace for you um i want you to look into forex as well if you have not already considered it forex is going to be very lucrative for you man of god uh go in study it find out all that you need and god's going to breathe on what you do. you have a you have a very strong grace on your life deandre um, it's called the Issachar's grace. You know times and seasons. You can you can study trends. You understand trends. You can you can see the trend and you can follow the trend. The Lord said He'll bless you. He's going to bless you um, in the work of your hands. So I don't know if that's even something that you've been looking to, but I need you to look into it in the season. You're going to find out that that it comes natural to you. It's going to be natural for you. Bless you. Wow, that thing is heavy. Yes, ah, I'm trying to be good. We're going to be good. <laughs> okay uh,
0: if the holy spirit has stopped speaking then we're we're gonna stop
3: well He's you know saying, that river never runs dry so we got you gotta tell me where just like go ahead <laughs> he
1: just said whoa
3: he said whoa <laughs> um,
0: i love it when, when the holy spirit starts speaking like that i we, want you to speak to someone who has not commented
3: so and, what, they
0: probably, and they probably won't but they mm-hmm. are dealing with something and because they have never been able to release it without mm-hmm. being ridiculed mm-hmm. uh, uh, speak to them right now who who are dealing with things internally mm-hmm. uh, that they can't find release from
1: mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow the place in the position of, of shame is a very strong concept. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, but but when it comes down to shame, um, that's the power that sin has is shame. It's a shame. Um, and there are certain things that even after you, you've you given it to God and you've said, God, I want to give this to you, um, that it that it comes back and it haunts you at times, different things. So I want to speak to that place. Um, to tell you that it's not over, it's not over, it's not the end, and that you will find strength in this season this hour um, this thing is I, I said something earlier um, when I was ministering earlier and I said something about the hidden thing, the hidden thing I want to deal with that for a second the hidden thing that it will no longer it will never no longer hold you hold you bound and captured. Um, you must forgive yourself know who you are you must forgive yourself forgive yourself and know that God is faithful enough to forgive you of all that has transpired there's things that we do uh, growing up there's been times where where um, where there's habits and things that that happen i i I'll give you guys a story and then I'll continue um there was um uh, heard about this um this person who um who had um growing up had experienced molestation and they dealt with it so strongly it was done to them and so what ended up happening was while they were still young what they did was they went and they began to perform those sexual acts on other kids as well and this person began to carry this once they came and gave their heart to god they loved the lord uh they wanted to give their heart to god they wanted to give everything to god and they struggle with that—the guilt of what took place, of what they did to those other children, as it was done to them. And they carried that, carried that, carried that. No matter how many times they asked God, and they would always pray, always pray for the for even the the other children who they did whatever they did to. Um, they would pray for those people, but the guilt of that, the shame of that, and what they carried in in that space. To not be able to to talk about that or to share it or to feel as though that i have a safe space that i can be real and say this is what happened to me and as a result of this because i carried this this is what i did um i want to say to to you whomever this is um that you're dealing with whatever you're dealing with just like i told this person god is faithful he's faithful to forgive faithful and just to heal you of that place you've asked the Lord for forgiveness. You've, you've repented to him. Now free yourself. Don't allow the guilt of the condemnation to continue to eat away at you because of what you did when you were a child, when something that was given to you that you were not mature enough to even handle something was given to you that you were not ready to even handle or to take on. But I say to you that you will be free from that space. I even go back to the memories, I go back to the place and the position of what took place um, in the night hours and the hidden thing that was going on, the things, the secret things that were happening. And I speak healing to that place. I speak healing to that little boy. I speak healing to that little girl. And I command there to be healing in the spirit of your mind and your subconscious. Let there be healing. Let there be healing. Let there be healing. And Father, I thank you that there is total victory over this thing. That no longer will they be plagued with this place. But Father, I just decree and declare that there is total victory and total healing in their lives. I give you praise and I give you glory. I give you the honor for all that you're releasing over these, your people. This is a moment of inner healing. Thank you, Jesus. A moment of inner healing. So Father, let it go deep. Let it run deep. Let it run. Let it run deep. Father, I speak and decree and declare that your love is powerful enough to heal. Yes, God. that your love is powerful enough to reach down into the desolate areas that no one knows no one sees and it pulls them out father i thank you and i bless you i give you honor i give you glory no longer will they be plagued no longer will they be healed held back from the hidden thing but father i thank you that there was total victory and freedom for them now total healing i thank you for mending their hearts yes. mm-hmm. The fragments of their hearts, the fragments, um, even the fragments of their minds that has happened, that was taken away the innocence. I pray now, shy by. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father, for total victory and total healing over them now. I give you praise. Thank Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I just hear the Lord say, just take a deep breath if that's you. Just receive that healing. Go ahead and receive that inhale and breathe. And it's just rolling down i just see it like rolling down the back it's just rolling down it's like water on a duck's back it's just rolling off of it. the lord says i'm freeing you now let that freedom begin to come let that freedom let it be so let it be so and so shall it be so shall it be thank you father thank you total victory total victory over the hidden thing we give you praise Jesus, Jesus. thank you father mm. Mm-hmm. I even speak to the person that the uh, the disappointment. I keep hearing disappointment, 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 um, um, disappointments in relationships. I'm seeing disappointment, disappointment, is almost resentment. I don't know who I'm talking to, uh, but I speak to you. I speak healing over you. I speak healing in the disappointments, the places. Even starting even as a, as a young child, uh, father wounds. I hear the Lord say, "Father wounds tonight. Be healed. Be healed in the father wounds." Thank you, Father, for total victory. Thank you for total healing, for the father womb. Thank you. We give you praise. Mm-hmm. I, I remember my my father. I didn't I didn't know my father until I was nineteen. Uh, located him when I was nineteen. Turned out to be a pastor and man of God and everything. And we're still working on our relationship now. Um, but I remember that I forgave my father when I was nineteen because I didn't want to miss another nineteen years of my life without having him. And so in the midst of me doing that, I, I did that. And here comes almost 10 years down the line. We're having conversations and things, and I'm finding there are still things that triggers within that relationship with he and I, that I have to deal with and I have to face. I have to be honest with myself and say that this is, this is something that's real yes. what I'm feeling. And so I want to say in the midst of those things, there was grace, for us, I found I found out more about myself in this time of the pain. Hear me. Mm-hmm. In times of pain, I find out more about myself than I do in times of joy. Mm-hmm. Because the times of pain is what pushes ap- applies pressure to the greatness. Yes. And so I'm able to see myself and see some things I didn't know I was strong enough to handle. Mm-hmm. I was strong enough to capable of handling or cap- or coping with. I'm able to face those things in the midst of the pain. And so I I tell people all the time pain doesn't come in your life to take you out. It comes to show you where there needs to be adjustments. It shows you where there needs to be change. So when pain comes, learn to listen, learn to listen to the master teacher of pain Mm -hmm. because it is a master teacher that God uses to show us not to bring us hurt, Mm -hmm. but to show us where to make adjustments so we can move into freedom and to greatness. Yes. yes. This is what pain is for. Pain comes to show as a a sensor to say something's off, something's off. And a lot of times the emotional attachment we have to pain don't allow us to lean in to find out what the problem is. And that's why we end up going to doctors, we go into different things of that sort. But I, I implore you in this season, if you find yourself being in pain in a certain area, don't run from it. Lean in and listen. Yes. Lean in and pay attention to what what is really going on, mm-hmm. what's really happening, what's really taking place. What is God trying to reveal in you? Because the Bible says He won't put no more on you than you can bear. Absolutely. And so um, I know if it was me, I wouldn't put nothing on me because I don't think I could bear nothing. <laughs> I don't want to go through nothing. Exactly. But, but the Lord knows what we need. He knows the right amount of pressure to place on us so that that what we are truly can come forth. Mm-hmm. And so this is what's been going on in a lot of our lives. I wanna say this to you, um, those of you that's here, when the pain comes, don't run from the pain, lean in and say, find out what's going on because that's where your victory lies. Your victory lies at the end <laughs> of the pain, right? It lies within that place. So. A lot of times we want to run away from them. We want anything that's negative, we want to push it away.
1: Yes.
3: And what we tend to do is even within ourselves, and I've been talking about this in my school, um, um, the balance, we want to push away anything that seems negative. The that it doesn't seem righteous and holy and that seems of, of, of Christianity that's really good, right? We want to deny that place. We try to ignore that place, but the truth of the matter is this. The truth of the matter is this. The space and the position of what we are totally is is we got to acknowledge that we are dust <laughs> we are dirt uh-huh. there is a load there's a base to who we are uh-huh. and just yeah. as immense potential we have to be good we got immense potential to be bad
1: yes it's a
3: choice that we make uh-huh. and so it's not about us to, it's not about us denying that space
0: uh-huh. but it's
3: about us understanding what we really are and then making a conscious decision to who we're going to be Yes. Yes. You hear me? And so when we begin to, to find that balance, to understand that, that, that this is what I am. This is what I have the capabilities of being. This is what I choose to be. That's the choice of life. Behold, I lay before you life and death. Choose it. Choose it. So there's, there's grace for you. Mm -hmm. There's wholeness for you. There's healing for you. If you choose it, listen, It's possible. I want to say that it's possible to walk in the fullness of what God has for you. It's possible to see the hand of the Lord begin to move in your life. It's possible to reach every goal that you have. It is possible. I need y'all to understand that even in the place of of trauma, the healing is not is possible. And it's for us. It's for us. All right. So I just want to bless you. Uh, bless God for you guys. I got to get out of the way because if I don't, I'm gonna keep going. And you know me; those who know me, they know me. They know I keep going on and on and on, and on. I can't turn off. Thank, it on. You.
0: Thank so. you so much. Please um, share your contact information in case those who want to follow you, attend your school, um, okay,
3: all the good stuff. Amen. So uh, yeah, uh, I'm Joshua D. Mills. You looked the name up, no? <laughs> um, uh, so I have a school called Ascend Institute of Higher Thinking. Um, It's a school of thought, school of philosophy. We deal with a lot of a lot of different principles, There's a lot of deep things. Actually, a lot of my students are in the in the chat room right now. (laughs) (laughs) So um, but you can go on Facebook and you can look up Ascend Institute of Higher Thinking. They'll come up and they'll bring to our public page. You can find us there. You can find us on Instagram as well. Ascend I-H-T. I wish I had typed that all that in. I thing thinking about that. I was just coming on the podcast just to be with my sister. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> and put it in into the feed so that Yes.
3: Can- yes. Yes. We will be on oh tomorrow. Tomorrow I got to tell you guys this. Um I ain't even tell you about this. Uh, we may be doing another session like we did on last week. Those of you um last week I do on Thursday. We meet on Mondays and Thursday nights. Thursday nights is our, it's open to the public. Um on the pep on the public page Uh saying I thank you Danielle. Um she posted in there. You guys can go to that page, and that's where all our information is. But we meet on that page on Thursday nights. But this past Thursday, I had the immense uh, pleasure to be with my brother, Douglas um, uh, Johnson. And so I believe I'm going to end up doing it again tomorrow night. Um, well, we just had a great dialogue, great conversation, kind of like this set up. Uh, but we were in person, so uh, we had a good, good time of this revelation and everything. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited about what this means. Listen, I'm going to say this, and then I'll be out the way. And I gave us like five different clothes. I'm a Baptist preacher. All right. Uh, I will say this: Listen, the fact that I've come across you today, the fact that you've come across me today, is a moment of change for you. The fact that you're hearing my voice, is is a a moment in time that you could pinpoint and say this was this was a change, this was the moment. I don't God don't bring around nobody but giants because I'm a giant. I don't waste my time with people that, that don't want to go nowhere, they don't want to be free. And I'm saying this because I don't waste my words. And I'm saying this, the fact that God has allowed you to come across me today says to you that there is more for you. There's a greater, a greater, a greater that's calling unto you and that you're in a season of transition. It, it embrace the transition. Go through it. Expand. Grow. There's so much more for you. Do not settle in this season. Greatness is calling to you. Answer Answer it. Answer it. All right. I love you so much. That's Harris. <laughs> you my girl.
0: <laughs> thank you all so much for, for staying with us past the time. Um, oh, Lord. So it's Nine o'clock. And we thank you so much. We thank Holy Spirit for uh, leading the way um, for this tonight. We know that souls have been one tonight. Healing has taken place and I'm um, grateful for it. Um, And I believe that God is going to continue to work on us, um, even throughout the night. Uh, Please keep India in your prayers. Yes. Also, um, keep those who are dealing with mental illness Mm -hmm. uh, in your prayers. This is Mental Health Awareness Month. But even as the months go by, continue to pray um, for those who are struggling with this illness. Uh, Please come back and join us next week. At 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, yeah, we will have Miss um, Plummer joining us. Uh, Tiara Plummer uh, will be joining us. Beyond an encounter into a relationship is the topic. Beyond an encounter into a relationship. Um, so join us next week at 7 p.m. Well, and have a I'll
3: rest. I'll be here. <laughs>
0: I'm quite sure you will. So we thank you all for tuning in and uh, have a great night. Amen.
3: Amen. Whew. God is good, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Have a great night, everyone. Please join us again next week
0: for another riveting
3: and segment of His Will For Your Life podcast with Sherry and her
1: special guest